You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 82 of the People's Podcast. Hello, fellow Negroes and friends. <laughs> I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. And it's your boy, HJ, on the Miggity Miggity Mic. Ooh, what kind of mic? The Miggity Miggity Mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, guys, uh, we are missing the one and only D. Amber Nicole, but she is here in spirit. The girl is busy today. Yes, but um, and busy. But she is here in spirit, and we about to give you um, some good neighborhood scuttlebutt. Wow. Wow. We're going to give you the tea on this evening's episode of the People's Podcast. Yes. Thank you to the one and only 15 Minutes of Fame Radio. Okay, we are in the studio with the Uncle Rai. I know he's a celebrity, so we have to catch him when we can, beloved, because Uncle Rai be on the flights. On the flights. Yes, he on be getting flew out. Flew out? Yeah, he be flying out, that's for sure. Right, tell me about <laughs> it. God dog it. So His we, frequent flying miles is probably good. good. right? I'm not saying we could go on vacation, <laughs> get a timeshare or something. Pick me to be your buddy. Right, I'm going. Uncle Rob, where we going? Right. <laughs> right. That's what's up. I can't wait to get there in life, so I could just get on my get on a plane and go somewhere. It's kind of hard though to travel like the way. Well, it's not hard to travel, but like to get up and just go certain places, you gotta kind of think twice about it. You know, um, not like it used to be in the um in the old time in days, the good old days in the good old days mm-hmm. uh-huh. back in the day when I was how that kid used to say. You know how you used to use them in the back in the uh, when he was talking about his mother using the um oh I forgot you used them you used them. you used to use them. <laughs> We used to use them. We used to use them. Oh, when he was uh, trying to tell about <laughs> uh-huh, <it was laughs> You still want them? You still want them? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, back in the day, uh, traveling was just, it was like you didn't think about it. You just like, oh, we about to go here. We about to go on vacation. You pick up, get your suitcase, and you go to the airport. Right. Now you got to see what's the COVID guidelines to go to this place. Uh, do I need to get tested? Mm-hmm. What, is, what is the requirement? Facts. It's all different now. Yo, you remember when they used to actually give you um the wings like the pin of wings for whatever oh, yeah, um, yeah, airlines yeah. you used to ride you used it uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh, my father used to be well he still is he's a retired from continental mm-hmm. i remember piece. when they had that when i was a piece of continental <laughs> right they now american air i mean united, united airlines, airlines yeah. but yeah you get the the wings and i used to fly around like yeah i got nah, i'm one of y'all yeah. like, my mileage plus for united is kind of like okay Ooh. but i'm really trying to work on delta because i only flew delta like a handful of times mm-hmm. but i like flying delta Delta. That was like those are like the most comfortable flights I've flown is via Delta. How's the seats? They're comfortable and they give you blankets and pillows. Oh wow! I like it. Okay, friend. Um. Anyway, um. First up, first segment of every episode of the People's Podcast is called Happy Hour. Happy Hour is a segment where we just shoot the shits, we catch up on our weeks, and che- checking on our friends. So before we get into what's been going on with the people, I would like to raise my glass to my friend's mug and say cheers. Cheers. Shout out cheers to you, Miss Amber and Cole. Cheers to Amber, girl. We yes, miss you we so miss you. much. Yes. Uh, but I hope you got everything together because now you ain't got no excuse, blood. <laughs> I hope it's done. Um, but yeah, before we get in the happy, well, we're getting in the happy hour, Joe. What's going on with you? Um, yeah, my week has been good. You know, I felt like the snow is trash. Oh yeah, the snow is terrible, 
and I am ready for the springtime. You know, I like that. The, like, why would you expect the groundhog to see its shadow when I didn't want to come outside? Right? Did the, did the groundhog see his shadow? I don't no. even know because I wasn't even ready for it. Let me Google it and see. Right, but no, I heard it was gonna be six more weeks of. I know winter. either way, right? Either way, <laughs> like I shoveled down out my driveway on that Sunday. No, no, that Monday, Monday, and that Tuesday, I had to go back out and shovel again. Oh, yes. Uh, I heard you, friend. CNN did say, brace yourself for six more weeks of winter. Brace. Brace yourself. So, here we are. I'm about to ask Uncle Uncle Rizzy, uh, Uncle Rizzy <laughs> <laughs> if he can let me borrow one of his mileage because, like, I don't want to be Get out of here. Get me out of here. Why? Can I get a miles? <laughs> let me get a mile. <laughs> Let me go. Let me go. He's on down the road. One weed. <laughs> Can I get one weed? Can I get one weed? Or two weeds? Two, two weeds. <laughs> you know, you know. They um, one of our friends went to uh, what's it called? Uh, Hook and Reel. Yeah. And they said, "Can I get a cluster of um?" Of crab legs. legs. They said a cluster is like five, five fingers. fingers. Like one, two, three. For five that's for, how much you get that's how much you get for $16 for $16 <laughs> can can let me tell you something but anyway um my week otherwise been has been very busy work has picked up like it just picked up so fast like the snow came down and everybody was like ready for work on Monday morning Mm-hmm. Monday morning everybody was emailing yeah everybody was sitting up here let me tell you and DMing not DMing. The people from work was DMing. They were, oh, not DMing. I mean, <laughs> DMing. They were instant messages. They were doing something. No, I'm telling you, because it was a snow day on Monday and Tuesday, but Monday, I was just like, all right, everybody trying to chill in the house. They ain't really trying to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Nope. My thing was like, drum, drum, drum. <laughs> I'm like, so everybody is working today and they are readily waiting my response to these emails. Right. It's and did crazy. you respond? No, <laughs> I mean I wait and see. I, I respond at a certain time of the day because I know, like at this time of the day, you most likely are not going to respond to me back until tomorrow, uh-huh. which is my goal. I don't want to talk to you anymore today. No more. But anyway, no I more. No, but nonetheless, I, I had a great week. You know, thank God that I had the energy to shovel out everyone's car. Shout out to my mother, Queen. Yes. Queen J. Her birthday was Monday, so shout out to her. Shout out to all the Aquariuses in the building. Um, it's that time of year, and you know, um, you know, shout out to y'all. It's y'all time, so shine. Shine bright like a diamond. Yes. And that's my that's my happy hour. I didn't do too much. I mean, you know, we had happy hour yeah. um, today, and I felt yes. like it, was a, it, it felt good to sit at the bar. Yes. Oh, my God. This was the first time we sat at the bar in months. Right. Oh since my, last year. Since last year. Oh, my God. Nearly a year since we were able to sit at a bar. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out for that. And then we had a nice little time. Mm-hmm. Um, ate some good little, I had some good lemon pepper chicken wings. Oh, you, you didn't, you ate half of them. I ate half of them. You know, I only usually eat Two. She tried to offer me one. I tried to give you one, but you said no. Uh, yes, I was full. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Well, for my happy hour, uh, I will shout out the Aquarius in my life. Shout out to my mom. Her birthday is February 18th. Damn, both our mothers is Aquarius? Mm -hmm. Ooh, no wonder why they act like they (laughs) (laughs) do. friend. Well, uh, and uh, shout out to my middle sister, my um, little sister, um, Dominique. Her birthday is February 10th. Uh, shout out to my auntie, my aunt Sonia, my mother's sister, February 12th. So, you know, I got a lot of Aquarius women around me. And, you know, <sighs> life, <laughs> life, <laughs> life is interesting right. around Aquarius. Um, but I love them ever so much. Very strong um, women, very strong-minded people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I guess that's why my Leo the Leo in me loves them so much because I'm strong-minded as well. So right. shout out to the Aquarius. This is your season. Hope you have a good time. All right. Um, I mean, I'm doing good. You know, I was a little under the weather the other couple weeks, but this week I've really been chilling. I will say I'm feeling a lot better. Last episode, you guys probably heard me coughing and wheezing and all of that. <laughs> My asthma was not well, but it's doing much better this week. So hopefully we won't have much of that. Um... I've been in the house since Sunday, like Saturday. You know, we had our watch party at Amber's house. We had a great time. Shout out to Amber for throwing that bomb-ass watch party. Right. Um, I think that was, like, the most fun I've had in a long time. Like, I always have fun with y'all, hanging out with y'all. But, like, that, we us just being in the house and, like, being in front of the TV and snacking, my God, I think we should do that all the time. You know, it, that, that thing right there was... Similar to the last event before COVID. You remember we party? Yeah. We partied like it was nothing. Right. We partied like it was 1999. Right. Yeah. 99 nine to the 2000. Boom. Boom. Ow. Ow. Doing all kinds of slides, we electric slides, cha-cha slides, Mississippi mud slides. Oh, all of that stuff. All of the stuff. And then the guy said, sit down. <laughs> and, and, and. Saturday we sat up there and we was eating and talking and mm-hmm. chaka la 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 and doing all that stuff mm-hmm. and then God said sit down I said and that was it <laughs> we've been sitting down that was it so I guess that we can be God we understand right so I mean but it's been um a good week mm-hmm. um trials tribulations but um new mercies every day nothing to say to say less um god is good all the time that's all, all i gotta say about god is good hey hey that's all i have to say about that grateful to be back in the studio again i love to pod and i mm-hmm. think we've been looking forward to this uh day this week like i said this is the first time i've been outside this week since i got home on saturday night so right. i'm like well i'm here everybody i'm with my friend right we here we are right and thank you guys again for tuning in to episode 82 we're going to go ahead and get into the shits. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. Hoo-wee. We are coming to bring you, at this point, mm-hmm. the socials. You guys know that the socials is a part of the podcast where we give you current events. We tell you what's been going on. Um, we sip a little bit of tea. I'm mm-hmm. going to start by giving you the neighborhood scuttlebutt, okay? Hold on one second. Yeah. Before we get the neighborhood scuttlebutt. Yeah. In honor of Amber. Yes. We got to give other in other news because I breaking news. Breaking news. In other news. In other news. Mm-hmm. Guess what happened? What, what happened? I got an email today. S- saying what? Saying that my um 
my lungs. Why are we whispering? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got an email today saying that um, that my my loans have been deferred until September of 2021. Hey, Hallelujah. Hey. Let me tell you, I got that too. I got that about my federal loans, and I was like, "So what y'all gonna do about these private ones?" Right. <laughs> and then they, I heard today that they're trying to get um, President Biden to forgive at least fifty thousand mm. dollars worth of loans. Oh, federal I, loan. I need that. I Place it on your heart to put 100% right. of all of my loans right. free. Right, free. Please. Free. Lift that burden off of me. Lift every loan. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. That was good. You know what, though? Also, what? too, I know that they're doing this, Um, you know, uh, they were uh, discussing this COVID-19 relief package. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that these things fall through because I knew that one perk of of, um, well, one benefit of having a 401k during COVID-19 was that you were able to um, withdraw from your mm -hmm. COVID-19, um, from your 401k due to COVID-19 relief. And mm -hmm. right now, I actually went up there to withdraw some money because um, I'm in the market for a new vehicle. Yes. And they told me that that relief ended December 31st, 2020. So I'm hoping that if Biden and, you know, everyone is on terms with this, that they actually um, pass that and we can get back to dipping into our funds. Because people, even if people are working right now, times are not as easy as Facts. they used to be. Like I was discussing with you guys earlier, like I've always had two jobs. So although I have like my career, my nine to five mm -hmm. per se, I had a part time job catering for $50 an hour. Mm -hmm. And I did that every weekend almost for eight hours you know what i'm saying so i was making money that extra money was helping me with my student loans and things like that and so although you know we're not paying federal loans i'm still paying private loans i'm still paying rent and so i and i don't have my side gig so i would like that relief so hopefully and i know that i'm just i'm putting my business out there it's really nobody's business but i'm telling it because well, maybe somebody bless you it's let me tell you somebody prophesied over me the other night and told the me the other night what they say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did you look at me like that? Uh, because it was snowing the last three no, nights. I mean, it was before the snow. It was oh, like okay. Last I was say, okay. You looked but at me like the other night. Right? What they say though? No, but he did tell me that I it was have, a he. Yes. Okay. It was a man, an elderly man, and he did tell me that I have a lot of money coming my way, and Ooh. I claim that. Mm. Um, he told me a lot of things about myself that he did not. He doesn't know either. Oh, he did. Yeah. Um. So that I, I'll talk to you about that off air, um, later on. But mm. yeah. Um. Mm. But still, you know, I, I'm just being real with our friends and our listeners. You know, we just because you know some of us are still working. Thank God, and mm. we are grateful for it. However, you know, times are not like how they used to be. Like Factual. I said, I've always had two jobs since I was 16. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until COVID hit to where now I'm just working my regular nine to five. And, wow. you know, my lifestyle has changed and my circumstances have changed. And I would like to dip into my little COVID-19 relief. Right. You know, I've I, just like you, I've, I've always had a... Um, a second job but unlike you i'm not ready to go back to a second job mm -hmm. listen i enjoyed being in the house yes i enjoy being in the house i enjoy being able to 
enjoy my friends mm-hmm. for a long period of time because you know before I used to get off at nine o'clock. Yeah, we only saw you like a day a week, and right? That was after you got off of work, right? And I had to make sure that Thursdays was like my time, my day off, and mm-hmm. I would have another day off outside of Thursday. But it was just like every time y'all would go have fun, I would be like, they, y'all would Facetime me. I said I'll be there by nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah. So I, I, I last summer was the first summer that I really had. Um, that I was able to wake up in five years on a Saturday morning, and if I had something to do, it was, it was because I um, I made arrangements to or made plans with the people. Yeah. So um, and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So you know, um, thank God that um, He's blessed me with the opportunity to prov- be provide me with the money that I, I I'm very stable and happy where I am because like whoa yeah whoa. Yeah, I, I think these, like, I don't know, like, you know how last year we were saying, like, oh, maybe this is the new normal. Mm-hmm. I think that this is absolutely the new normal, and, Thanks. like, little by little, we probably will open up to, like, little steps to, like, our old normalcy, but right. it's not it's not going to be the same, at least for a very long time. Right. Um, just like the news has open, um, has announced, like, in New Jersey, um, starting tomorrow, the restaurants and bars are lifting that 10 o'clock curfew and they get to be open until 2 a.m. or, you know, whatever their opening time is, um, their closing time is. And, of course, you know, we know that the Super Bowl is coming up, Valentine's Day is coming up. So, you know, people are going to be out. Um, Granted, there's now a 35% capacity limit, um, which is, what, 10% above what it has been um, in the recent past. However, that time constraint means a lot because we know that that capacity restriction was not something that was being held up at every bar and restaurant. They were still filling up the Don't tell everybody business now. I'm just saying what I did say. This is other news, so we got to tell good some stuff. Yeah, I'm just saying. Good some stuff. (laughs) Some good stuff, not good some stuff. Good stuff. But, yeah, you know, I'm just saying this 2 a.m. I'm excited about it, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going out tomorrow night. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. I'm not going to hold the listeners. The girl is going outside tomorrow because the girl could be outside late tomorrow. Um, mm, look at us, mommy. Can I go outside? Right, no, go sit down. Mm-hmm. No, go clean room. Right, them dishes ain't done. Mm. Go what? Clean the bathroom. Mm. I gotta do your hair. Take your hair out. Ooh, what? No, I ain't had that problem. Oh my god! Every Friday night, my mm. mother. Well, every two Fridays, but every Friday we had to clean the house, and then, but every two Fridays we had to go take our hair out because my mother was going to do it. But my mother didn't do our hair until after we cleaned the house, which means me and my sister didn't get our hair done until like two, three in the morning. And we had to be up getting our hair done. Wow. That's, you know, that's news for another story. Oh. But, yo, we did good. We get the other news. Yeah, we get, we get the other the, news. We gave the other news. I hope we made Amber proud. Yeah, Amber. We, we did it for you. Shout out to you and other news. And other news. Now. To the neighborhood scuttlebutt. Hey. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start it off. <laughs> Y'all ready? All right, Let's here we go. go. So, um, I'm calling it the neighborhood scuttlebutt in honor of Wendy Williams and her biopic that came out last week. Now, Joe's going to get in and we're going to talk all about it, okay? Um, but I'm going to get in and I'm calling it the neighborhood scuttlebutt because this is the celebrity news portion of the socials. Mm. All right. Following up from last week, I told you I was going to follow up about this T.I. and Tiny um, 
um, entanglement that was going on oh. with Sabrina Peterson. That's her name. I hope so. And I told y'all how Shekinah. Ooh. Was covering up, but I didn't get all the details. I said it was coming out as we was talking about it, right? So here we go. Ooh, I'm ready. Hmm. Talking about. I told you. Ooh, what happened? Sabrina. Shekinah went up on the Instagram live again. The second time. A second time Mm -hmm. to go up there and basically retract her statements or clean up her statements that she made previously about what was going on between Ti. Tiny Sabrina Peterson and the other 17 to 19 women that came out of the woodworks explaining their experience with T.I. and Tiny Mm -hmm. as well. So, initially, Shekinah's first report when this whole thing came out Uh was like, Sabrina just hating and she just mad because she want to be with Tiny and she She want to be with Tiny. Yeah, she said she had a crush on Tiny and she did everything and everything they asked her to. She acted like she wasn't a willful, basically willful participant like she didn't have nothing to do with what they had going on basically saying Shekinah was recruiting um not Shekinah Sabrina was recruit recruiting other women to be a part of whatever T.I. and Tiny had going on wow Shekinah went back and said what she say I was just talking out of um my feelings you know I was very upset but that's what somebody had told me oh I didn't even know that <laughs> she said, I didn't even know Sabrina. I ain't know her, but somebody had told me, and you know, I don't like nobody talking about my friends, so I felt some type of way about Sabrina it. was Sabrina was friends with Tiny before I was friends with Tiny. Ooh, she said it just like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. But uh, you know, when you retract things like that after mm. you said it ever so passionately, eloquently, you know, you really felt how you felt when you had said what you had said. So which one do you believe? I believe the first one. <laughs> you coming back because T.I. and Tiny probably, they tried to, you know, T.I. and Tiny tried to keep it very low. When all of this was coming out, they were not responding. Right. They were not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Shekinah was the only one that was talking. And Shekinah is one of the closest people that we know uh, as a public that are closest um, to T.I. and Tiny. Right. speaking about this. So if we're going to believe anything that somebody says about this, it's going to be the person that's ele- um, spilling out these allegations and the person that is closest to them that is basically validating these that's allegations. That's the wrong person. She was, she was the wrong cleanup woman. She wasn't Talking clean. about the clean up woman. Let me tell you, she thought she was cleaning up, but she was splashing that dirty mop water back on the floor. That mop water. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing like you mopping the floor and then you see the streaks on it and you be like, well, damn, what you clean up? Yeah. She didn't do nothing but make more mess. More make made more mess. Yeah. What was going on? I don't know. I think she spoke too soon. I think she had like Shekinah to me always has good intentions, but she talks too fast for her own good. Right. right you right, know, right. and I just think that you know she did didn't know how much damage she was doing Mm -hmm. um so she came back and she tried to clean it clean it up a little bit you see how i'm shaking my head y'all could probably hear it on the mic Mm -hmm. that was my um response to how she was pretending to clean this up um it was making more mess than what like and she should have just kept quiet because you trying to clean it up instantly makes me believe uh like not believe you you know what i'm saying so um ti then came out with his own statement about eight minutes long and if this is just my opinion um i don't know what popular belief is because i haven't had heard i haven't had any conversations or heard 
anyone really respond to what T.I.'s reaction was. It was mm-hmm. just like he put it out there, the blogs reposted it on social media, and that was it. Right. Um, however, I will be honest and say that I got through half of his explanation and his response to the allegations, and I turned it off because I thought it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um what I got from that conversation, and you guys can go to T.I.'s um, page or anywhere on social media just to uh, see what T.I.'s response was to the Sabrina Peterson allegations. Um, and you can make your own opinion from that. However, I will tell you what I received from it. Um, he made it seem like he was being very humble in the <laughs> beginning. Basically saying that, you know, people do these things... Um, for a response so basically so that they can get you into court because if you say that this is not true and you call them a liar they can get you in a court for defamation of character mm-hmm. sir i'm so- <laughs> because i like i deal with a different kind of law um but i do deal with civil law to a certain extent If somebody's going to pull you in for defamation of character, they're definitely going to pull back evidence and discovery to see why this person called you a liar. Right. Now, if you had some some juice in it, too, then your your stuff going to be on the line as well. So it ain't just that. Okay? I call bullshit right there. Number two, it was just like, you know, at the end of the day, what me and my wife choose to do and whatever we like... That's what we like. Ooh. So now I took that as validations of the allegations. Both of y'all not mopping up the right spot. Right. I'm like, you're not cleaning up good either. Because I'm reading between all these lines. So let me tell you, that 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 statement came out. Y'all feel free to go ahead and watch all eight minutes of that. But I listen, you don't got to pee on me too long and tell me it's raining before I know that that shit is bullshit. Somebody's peeing on somebody? It's a saying. They say, don't pee on me and tell me it's raining. Oh. But that's what I felt like T.I. T. was doing. He was, was pissing on me and trying to tell me it was raining. And I wasn't going to sit there and wait for him eight minutes to finish peeing. Right. Oh. I already called bullshit. Right. So, anyway. I don't care too much about that anymore. I gave that enough energy. I just wanted to give y'all the update on that. Let's talk about y'all favorite person. Chica. What, what, what is this song? You know I like it nasty. Is that what What's, he said? What he said? Is that what he said? I don't know. What song is that? I feel na, like na, I na, 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 na. Yeah, yeah. What was he saying in the beginning? I don't remember. I don't listen to. You know I like it now. It got a little. I don't know that one. I don't know that one. Anyway, but anyway, so last last week I reported to y'all that Trey Songs was arrested. <laughs> Not Bisha. So last week I reported to y'all that. Uh, <laughs> Trey Songs. I can't even get the name out. <laughs> Trey Songs was getting arrested because he wouldn't follow the social distancing and the COVID guidelines, right? He was at the Kansas City Chiefs game mm-hmm. with no mask on, and the police had told him, like, you got to put your mask on. And he was just like, no, I'm Trey Songs. I can do what I want. Mm-hmm. And then I put his stuff on. <gasps> she get on my nerves. God damn it. Amber just walked in the studio like it ain't nothing after the girl had said that she is unavailable to Uncle Rod looked back like we had to duck. Right. I thought something happened. 
Look at y'all. Look what she doing. Look what she doing. Look at her boots. You liked it. We had tried. We ain't even had no sources. I have nothing at all. Other news. We ain't get the right stuff. We was just talking. I really caught the end of it. Well, shout out. Amber's in the studio, so now we can just reconvene. This is something. Don't let me interrupt. Oh, I hear you, girl. I think your mic working. Um. But yeah, so Trey Songz had got caught up at the Kansas City Chiefs game. Right? Okay. He wasn't operating very well. The cops had—he tried to put the cops in the headlock. Right. I hope y'all saw that picture because that is terrible. And the next picture that you saw after that was Trey Songz sitting in the holding cell, looking <laughs> stupid. Um. But this week, I think yesterday or the day before, um, there was a video that had came out on the social media. Um. And I don't know how to say this. Um, <laughs> what you gonna say? <laughs> the man's um, penis was on the um, video, and he was receiving um, what they call that fellatio, fellatio right? Um, by a woman, and <laughs> 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 and um, people. I was wondering like how people could identify that it was this man. Um, the shade room and everybody was like, you know, look at the, the tattoo. And I was just like, oh, you know, to me, I was like, I don't know if that, I mean, I can just like a that tattoo. However, who's, who's ever this belongs to, um, Ain't nobody get that woman that was giving, was down she on her knees. No she ain't getting no round of applause. Nothing. I'm going to give you two. <laughs> <laughs> She was not intimidated at all. Mm-mm. She did um, what she went there to do. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, the people were talking about it. But one thing I will say what is happened? that Trey Songs, whether it was true that it was him or not, the man took it and ran. Mm. He took right. it and ran. He was posting all different types of posts. He was like putting his OnlyFans link up there and said, since y'all want to know, click the link in my bio. Mm. The man got an OnlyFans for $20 a month. Yes, if y'all would like to see more. We're trying to get... <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we need stimulus check. Yeah. Trump ain't give us no stimulus check. We, 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 and not to be looking at you for $20 a month. I dog it. That's my Netflix or something. Right. <laughs> anyway, though. um, Yeah. So I don't know. Y'all gotta tell me like how y'all feel about like what what is going on like and oh no I'm not gonna say it say it nope please nope say it nope why I would just like to say that there's a lot of people on Twitter that are showing their bodies uh, for free on the internet and I didn't really know that like I knew that it was a thing but like this really like a thing like now I like Twitter but like I just go up there to see what the people I follow be saying I don't be going on the trending yeah I got got Twitter I've been at Twitter but I don't be posting I just go see what my people be saying and you know I might like what they say and then I just hop off I don't be going to like the trending and I don't really be searching and seeing what the people saying but I will tell you, I went on a deep dive last night. Did you? Mm-hmm. But did you have a, a floaty vest on? <laughs> Mm-mm. I was drowning. Whoa. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know how to work Twitter, and I'm happy I don't because it's from what I heard, it's a you got to dive in. <laughs> God talking now. I Whoa, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, Twitter is um. Oh, somebody said I can see free private parts from men. See? Who said that? Can I be Said free. Ooh, Ooh, come on, tell us what you seen. What you have seen on there, Amber? I can't say it's a family show. I know it ain't. They were sitting up there doing the red light special. What's the red light challenge? Oh, the silhouette challenge. Oh, okay. I thought that's another thing. Y'all see the people doing the silhouette challenges, right? And I had showed Joe that there was a silhouette challenge of Tiffany Haddish and Common, and it was news to Joe that Tiffany Haddish and Common was actually like a couple. Oh, yeah. I didn't know mm-hmm. that. The way they did that, though. Y'all gonna do the silhouette challenge? No, 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 no. I that I don't know. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm not doing that either. Shout out to Common. He be bagging a lot. Yeah. Damn. He had Erica Badu. Yeah. Serena. Who? Serena Williams. Oh, he did. Whoa. Wow. He should have. But Common has something else. Honestly, you know, he's always been a crush of mine. And I don't care. It, I don't care nothing. Common if I, if, probably got one of them things yeah. hanging on Twitter chat. Right, that's on Twitter that be jumping and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> A chimpanzee? <laughs> it ain't the it, chimpanzees ain't got that. Well, shit, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyway, so what else I got for y'all the news? I gave y'all the catch-up news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did y'all know that, um, well, y'all probably seen this. This is like one of the part of the trash-ass portion of the neighborhood scuttlebutt, but um, a rapper, one of my favorite like new rappers, and it's only because like, I just like his attitude and how he operate. Lil Uzi Vert, right? Oof. He went and did something that I thought he had more sense not to do. <laughs> but so there was another rapper, I forget his name, a couple years ago, back 2017, went and got some diamond implanted in his head. Lil Uzi Vert spent $24 million, million. million right. on a pink diamond. Um, <laughs> and I'm just going to say it's allegedly real. And he allegedly spent twenty four million dollars. He said he was he was he's been Did saving he a video the video of it bleeding. Bleeding? No, I just yes. saw a villi- I saw video it was dangling. of him no, playing it with was it. Blood falling from the damn thing. He's he been saving for this out. since. He gotta take it out. He probably needs to if it's bleeding. Right. Uh, he's been saving for this since 2017. Like that, something that big, and it's weighted on your skin like that. Yeah. I right. would think that that's something that. Like, needs who to be are you, more. Vision? Like, you're not Vision. Like, relax. Uh-uh. Vision, oh, the, the, Vision did that. Oh no, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's very unsafe. I was watching um one of the one of our um the bloggers, and they were saying like, what if somebody like. Try to rob you. Right. That joint is like going Thanos to be snatched, it's <laughs> snatched off your head. Y'all ain't see Avengers. I, know, I don't know what that is. Was that part of the cool cool people club that you said last week that we wasn't a part of? And we, You said we wasn't initiated just yet. Oh, I don't even remember saying that. You, you remember that? What was that thing that you grabbed from the sky? I was grabbing from the sky. You said you watched the stuff and... 
You remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, okay. It's not coming to me. You, okay. Go right, ahead. you think you can turn to my husband? I, I did. I don't know. I just fear that this is not recording me. I hear you. Oh, fuck. What happened? That was everybody. Uh, I hear. I hear fine. Check, check. Check one. Two, three. Two, two. Check one, two, three. I guess if y'all hear me, it's fine. I do, but can you hear us and not yourself? Hello? Check. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Alright, yep. um, yep, 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 yep. next up, um, in you the booth. I'll, I'll only hear one, but okay. You can only hear in one ear? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it, but do you guys remember the Saint Lunatics? Right. Nelly and all of them. Um, Nelly res- had responded because one of the members of the Saint L- Lunatics, Ali, called him out and claims that he hustled the group. So, um, Looks like Ali felt some type of way, and earlier this week he took to Instagram to basically call Nelly out for what he said was an act of hustling their former group, the Saint Lin- Saint Lunatics, not the Saint Lunatics. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, back in the day when Nelly dropped, he was also rolling with that. He group said dropped when he dropped, like when he first came out. Oh. Okay. Yeah, when Nelly first came out, <laughs> he, he was, dropped down. <laughs> They dropped him. No, when he first came out, he was with the St. Lunatics. However, Ali said that he started the group and taught the members how to rhyme. Ali said that he started the group and told people. Uh, to, oh, so, uh, this sounds a little bit salty. Anyway, um, he continued to say that when they dropped their record, Give Me What You Got, that he was offered a deal following its success, but he turned it down because he said they came as a package. He then touched on when Mace's manager got into the mix, and apparently that's when things started to go left. Ali says he wanted Nelly and City Spud. They left with Cutter. These are all members um, of the same lunatics. And they went to <laughs> right, I'm trying to see who he is. The separation became the reality. They had left. So we, the rest of the, fe- rest of the group, felt hustled. I don't necessarily feel like y'all got hustled. <laughs> I think that um, there was a decision made, and I think this might be my last story because I want to ask y'all opinion on this. Um, my opinion of this was that all right, y'all was all a group, and Mace came in or whatever and took certain members of the group <laughs> back to Harlem with him, and y'all was not picked, and those people <laughs> y'all wasn't the talent. Those people. <laughs> That you were in a group with chose to go. Um, I don't think that y'all got hustled. I think the people in your group made a choice. If everybody mm-hmm. in your group felt the same way you did, then they would not have left. So is your problem with Nelly and all of them, like Nelly and Mason, those people that was like the spearheaders of it? Maybe. Like those people that left your group, that's who you got the problem with. But I wouldn't say that y'all got hustled because the only person people that could hustle you is the people that's paying you. Paying <laughs> you. Um, your people that left, they left because they saw opportunity in front of them. Hmm. So that's why I want to ask y'all opinion about it. Because I think a lot of people in any situation when it comes to either like, you know, this celebrity like music situation or just when people come up. And you have a friend circle 
that you usually rock with. Right. But because only two of y'all got picked up, I will use this this podcast for an example. Oh. Say if we on this podcast, right? And you know, somebody come and they um, see our interaction, they see the show, and they be like, "We want Joe and Ember." If Emma and Joe decide to go and take up that opportunity, it's not like I got hustled, but it, because it's not her, I didn't get hustled. My friends saw opportunity; they went and did what they had to do. Now my friends went and did that, and we already had to understand that we's a collective. Then that just talks about us and our our mm-hmm. things as friends. But who, it wasn't being hustled though, like because I feel like being hustled is being hustled by the people who's supposed Absolutely. to be giving you money. Absolutely. So I don't know. I I don't really feel. No type of ways for Ali. <coughs> wow. <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> you just, you made it tremble over here now. <laughs> Sorry. And I said I was going to try not to do that this episode. Um, anyway, I'll try to take that out. But um, I just feel like, you know, <laughs> nobody got hustled here. I think what happened was, was that, friend, you didn't get picked for the dodgeball team. And oh. like, it's okay. Like your friends still won't be your friends, but they gonna go ahead and play with the winning team. And at the end of the day, if they want to make sure you good, then they'll take you under their wing. Otherwise, when they get popping, they'll make sure you get popping. But to say you've been hustled, beloved, I think you should choose a better turn. Okay. Right. I mean, you know, I just feel like. You had an opportunity to be the friend of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you ain't have to do this. Like, why are you now putting out a story right. now 50 years later? Right. Like, you ain't get your stimulus check. Right, uh-huh. and I'm looking at him now. <laughs> Shut up, Joe. But I'm looking at him now in this picture that they had posted on the shade room. I barely recognized him at first until they said his name, Ali. And I'm like, oh, I remember him. Mm-hmm. But, like, sir, like... What is you talking for now? What's the problem? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. He said. Uh, 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 uh. Right. That's all I can think about. Never hear me. Uh-oh. I was a part of that. I was the one right there in the back. Right. I'm a sucker for cornrows. <laughs> Not the cute toes. Anyway, that's it for the um, celebrity news portion of the socials. Ooh. Thank y'all. Joe, you got something that was on TV? Oh, let me tell you. Do I, do I, do I? Woo! Okay. Here we go. So, first off, I'm going to do um, all of the upcoming shows that um, is either going to come in the next coming weeks or in the future. So, here we go. Um, we have, like I told you last week, we have on Netflix, Malcolm and Maria coming to Netflix again on February 5th. Um, and the stars of this movie is Zendaya and John Washington. So stay tuned. Um, let us know what you think. This is coming on February 5th. So if you guys want something to watch, you know it's up and coming. It's new. That's that. That's tomorrow, Braxton. <laughs> so that's coming tomorrow. Um, also, Death Saved My Life by um, with Megan Good. I saw the preview during the um, 
Wendy Williams movie and I was very interested because um, I was very displeased on the first movie that Megan Megan I was about to call her Megan Jones Megan Williams what's her name Megan Good Megan one of them somebody named Megan up in here um Megan Good Megan is somebody (laughs) Megan Good um was a part of last time with her four with the four three other friends and I was like this is not her but now she is going to be on Lifetime on February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day. And I don't think this is like a Valentine's Day movie. So if you just want something to watch the day before Valentine's Day, I would recommend this because it looks like it's going to be good. It's called Death Saved My My Life, premiering on Lifetime on February 13th. Um, Robin Roberts teams up with Lifetime once again. To film the legendary story of the gospel singer Malia Jackson. Wrong. My <laughs> 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 Nah, we were, said, who is Malia? Who is Malia? <laughs> nah, we was watching the One D Williams movie, and one of our good, good, good friends was like, "Yo, who is Malia?" <laughs> that does not say Malia. <laughs> nah. That says Mahalia Jackson. So Mahalia Jackson um, is a famous gospel singer. And for those of you that may not know, um, she is the woman that's in light. It like sparked the flame to um, give, I would say, Martin Luther King the the um, the mm, to talk about his dream. So, um, in the movie, when you, it's not really a spoiler, but spoiler alert, but if you watch the movie, you're going to know that she says, um, Malcolm, I'm not, oh, God dang, why am I not, why am I, <laughs> why am I so bad at people's names? Martin, Martin, tell him about the dream. And he goes in and say, I had a dream. So, y'all stay tuned, um, for the Mahalia Jackson story. Um, coming to you on Lifetime, and let's see, it's um, April 3rd, so stay tuned on Lifetime. Another one, down in the valley where the girls get naked, if you dropping bands, I'm sure I'm getting naked, one, two, uh, let's go, hey, let's go, let's go. Hey, P Valley is coming to you season with the season two in June. I don't have a date just yet, but once I find the date, I'll let you know, my friends, when to stay tuned. Um, so P Valley is coming to us back. Let's let uh, coming to us back. Coming back. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me tonight? Girl, shoot! It's coming. It's coming to us again. So again. So um, another something. So. From the creators of Greenleaf, um, Dahlia. I'm very interested in seeing what Dahlia is about. I really don't want to spoil what I saw um, the in the previews, but you know, let's stay tuned. I hope it's great, just like um, Greenleaf was. It, it premieres on own on March 9th. So let's let's stay tuned. Let's have hope because I thought that. Once Greenleaf ended, they were going to bring like a spinoff show where 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 it ended. Greenleaf, um, this new series was going to start off, but it's something totally different. So, 
let's see um last but certainly not not least with like what's to come is david makes man now i watched david makes man's last year uh and i was not really moved by what was going on does it have to do with david man like the actor no, oh. David makes man was a series is a series on own. Whereas this is like it it is like very artistic, mm-hmm. like like there's like different symbolisms found in various areas. Mm-hmm. Um, but in season one they talked about the life of David, but in season two David is now a man. Gotcha. So um, I'm very interested in knowing where they're going with season two. So I'm going to probably <laughs> dibble and dabble with season one and see if I can really actually get into it. So Wait, can we, watch that? we can watch that on own. And that's coming to us this summer 2021. Okay. Don't know a date just yet. But once the date um, is, is it hits the scene, I will be there to give you what you need. Um. so um last week we told you a lot of movies that were out and now it's time for the reviews of them the wendy williams movie the biopic let's do it the biopic you know can i tell you about you're not on camera so you got okay okay let me just move it over here slide to the left (laughs) crisscross okay here we go the can i tell you about the um the the wendy um movie was very interesting very good i if i would love to write my story because i would want someone to at least pick it up so they can um like put it like if they want to at least like bring it to any scenes or theaters near us i can tell my perspective because this is how you tell a story because there there was things that I didn't know and it made me like have sympathy for who she was. Like it it, it always starts from at home. Yeah. And when your home paints a picture of who you need to be, then you take that picture and you make it a masterpiece and or you make it garbage and i feel like she made it what she wanted it to be mm-hmm. so i really enjoyed watching her and her journey um one thing i can say about wendy she was fearless yeah she was consistent mm-hmm. wendy didn't when people said no she found the back door to get into where she needed to go like and you know her research on people within the industry this is why she's so knowledgeable about the people because she sat in someone's studio and was like looking at the tabloids regardless of it was true or not preparing herself to tell the tea right and then she had background um like stories and or references and I think one thing about Wendy um, that I, I, I that was my takeaway from the movie was just the earlier part of her story and her hustle and the way that she impacted these people, especially these the celebrities. When you go back and you listen to that Whitney Houston interview she had, when you go back and you listen to the interview she had with Judge Mathis, how he was really like ripping her on the radio. These are people that she really 
like got to them and it's like this is a girl who was reading the tabloids but just spitting what the tabloids wrote you know what i'm saying but her voice and her impact had such an effect that Mm -hmm. it affected these famous people to react which actually made her rise to the top you know and it's not necessarily like she has like a cold heart that she's this mean-spirited person she just used her voice to elevate her to where she is now and she's not saying anything that nobody said before she's just actually projecting it out there right and her voice and her personality which is why i love radio so much because you can create a personality that people will in their head blindsidedly make to be who you are right right and i mean she's just saying what people don't want to say sometimes but you know that can either go they don't want to say out loud they'll whisper it they'll say it to somebody else they'll write about it but they won't say it out loud on the radio but you know um i really i enjoyed I enjoyed what I saw. It was a good watch. Um, I enjoyed even better, like Asia said, in her happy hour. Um, it was a great experience to to watch it with my friends because our commentary was great. <laughs> it was great because it was just like yo the things that I was thinking, like the fact that we getting we 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 made our own like movie theater thanks to like asia said amber had the accoutrements no charcuterie oh, okay what? charcuterie is that the same thing like that uh, it's, what no charcuterie is charcuterie right and the accoutrements is what's that i don't know you don't know i don't know what the that service is. tell me what that is hey siri it's like <laughs> It's like accoutrements, like it's a noun, right? Accoutrements is like extra things. Oh, okay. Well, 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 she gave us a um, charcuterie, and it was very. We had two good. charcuterie boards. Yes, we had items of dress or equipment or items. Yeah, it's extra stuff, like additional stuff. Right. She, she, you know, she came with the stuff. Like you know, before she was like, yo. I'm, I'm, I have some stuff for y'all, and I'm like, oh god, again, like, damn, damn, am I bringing too little, too, too, not too much stuff here? But you know, nonetheless, it was a great time watching it with my friends, and we needed, like Asia said, we need got, we gotta do that more often because it's just. We didn't have to do much. No, and every time we go outside, we spend five hundred dollars. Right, five hundred. But you know, I really enjoyed it. How you? What y'all th- thought about it? About our time together? No, about um. Wendy Williams. Oh yeah, I absolutely loved it. Um, I love Wendy Williams. Always have. Um, mm-hmm. She's an icon to me. Um, mm-hmm. Inspired me to do exactly what I love to do. I've always known her story, but I think it wasn't so much the biopic for me. It was a documentary um, because I've always seen Wendy through the bullshit on the Wendy Show, on the Wendy Experience, on the radio. Like really, like act like nothing affected her like right. people used to rip her on the radio and she would just talk to them like regular well you know i understand you feel like this but you know i was just thinking because the people are saying this like if somebody was talking to me like that i would be like hold up one one second bitch um i ain't the only one talking about well, this that's shit the first you know time what i'm saying you curse on the air girl i'll be cursing but i don't be saying bitch like that but um <laughs> like that you know i saw her vulnerability and I saw her for who she was and that ugly cry that she kept doing. I was like, all right, Wendy, enough. But then she explained it on her show how this was a two and a half year process of her filming that film. So when she was ugly crying like that on the couch, on, on that Lymphedema machine like that, right. 
that was ha- that was happening when all the shit was going down. So that was fresh feelings. Right. But then you got to the end of the documentary when she sat how she sat and she was how she was in that red chair. That mean mama was she's I'm right, I'm over it, I'm here and we here to talk about it. What's up? And right. I, I just respected her. Right. Um because I feel like it takes a lot to be a type of person to talk a lot of shit, but it also takes a lot to talk your own shit. And then you don't know if you're going to receive backlash or you're going to receive... But you got to prepare for that. But yeah, and it takes a lot to prepare for that because, you know, you just have to have that mindset. Like, I talk about everybody and their mama like a dirty dog. So, you and they already been calling Wendy ugly, telling her she was a man, telling her all this stuff like that. Like, she had to deal with that throughout the years. But then it was just like, you know, what are people going to say when I actually tell my story about this? Mm-hmm. And I'm actually glad that, you know, she's received much more of a positive response because it's so um, refreshing and... Um, it takes a. It, it's just revealing to see someone's vulnerability when they have shown themselves, quote unquote, to be a monster in other people's eyes. But then you get to see this person um, in their vulnerable state and still own the fact that yes, I did say that, I did say this, I do do this, and I'm going to continue to do this. Right. But I'm just letting you know where I stand. I love it. I love it because. I, I I don't know. I I just love it. I feel right. like like I remember riding home from school or from after school in the car. In traffic. And yes, listening to Wendy Williams. Like right. my mama, she used to tell us we couldn't listen to certain things, but she would put on one hundred seven point five when Wendy was on, and she like, oh, you heard what she had said? Oh, I know who she talk about his ugly self. Like I remember, that's what my mama used to say. She used to call everybody ugly. But um, that's her way of cursing. She'd be like, your ugly self. She wouldn't curse. She'd be like, oh, his old ugly self. But um, yeah, I just remembered that. But then listening to her, and I knew that she was talking bad about people. But to me, it was just like, yo, she's mad brave, bro. Like, Because people really be trashing her. And she just say what. I'm like, wow, to be that brave, to just say what you want to say. I felt that shit as liberating. Um, Mm -hmm. So I am... I'm proud of her. I'm happy for her. I enjoyed it. I've watched it three, four times so far. Mm. Um, I love it. I love it. You and know, I think it was the best thing, the best production Lifetime, best biopic Lifetime has ever um, produced. I enjoyed it. I like, like I, I, I agree. Um, she was brave. Well, she is a brave woman that... Oh. Like you, you might as well sit up here and put it out on a platter on a a a couture a couture charcuterie. Oh, charcuterie. Why you want to say a couture is so bad? (laughs) Charcuterie board. You might as well put it out there because the thing is, you talk about everybody. Somebody about to talk about you, but she did it so nicely. I mean, she she probably missed out on some stuff, but you know, I don't know. She said there were things that they wanted to keep in that she took out, or things that she wanted to keep in that they took out. Right. So I want the unedited version. Right, but whatever it is, write it in the book. I'm. I may not read it, but I may. Um, listen to the audio book. She wrote. She wrote a couple books. I think uh, two. Oh, did she? Okay. Well, nice. Um, but you know, I really enjoyed it. So you, you, Wendy Williams, the biopic, um, gets an A plus from me because I really enjoy her transparency throughout the movie. Um, next up, um, P- 
Palmer. I told you last week Justin Timberlake had a movie coming out on um, Apple TV. Uh, number one, I didn't know I had Apple TV on my television. And number two, to get the plus, the plus, um, you have to have funds. Like, you have to pay for it. Like, what? What do you mean? What do you mean what I mean? You got to pay for it. Apple Apple Plus? Apple, Apple TV. TV is not free. Apple TV is one thing. Apple TV Plus. Right. Uh, Apple TV is just like, so you can utilize, like, your. it's just like um like a Roku or a Fire Stick or whatever. Right. The Apple TV Plus, I believe, actually has series in it. Right. That's that right. Specific Oh, because I have it, but mm-hmm. I don't I pay for it. it. I got it for free but, somehow. Yeah, I don't, I don't pay for it. Oh, 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 well, next time I need to watch something, I'm going to ask you guys because they told me five days straight. You have this for free, and then afterwards you had to pay four ninety nine. Four the four ninety nine is the pro is not the problem, but I don't want to. There's not a lot of stuff on Apple TV that I want to watch. So um, don't be mad if I ask y'all for y'all login and I save it and I put it on my television. But anyway, nonetheless, Palmer is a very is a tearjerker. It's very different from what we're used to now. This is why Justin Timberlake. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Um, like I told you, just to get a recap of what I said last week, Palmer um, is about a uh, a football player by the name of Eddie Palmer. Um, after 12 years of being in prison, he was a, f- uh, a former football star. He returns home, and uh, he tries to put his life back together. But... He forms a bond with um, a child that his 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 age is never really revealed. Its name is not really revealed. Its age is not really revealed. I'm sorry. Um, and the outcome of um, the 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 relationship is like very like put it was put it's put to the test. And I and I enjoy the movie because it gives you a different perspective of what society thinks of certain people in our community mm-hmm. and how in order for us to be able to be to to evolve into the next realm of life you just got to love on everyone mm-hmm. so um throughout the movie i questioned certain things but when i got to the end it was just like yo you just might as well just love on everybody and just give them a hug just like how asia just want to give everybody a hug so i do recommend that that movie to be watched and just have an open um mind no, have an open perspective of this movie and just and 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 just make yourself more aware about what children have to go through um, and that in that short amount of time, because that adolescent um, stage in our life, it's for a short period of time. Yeah. Like it comes it's to a, a time. Like it, it comes. It comes to a time where we, in our age, where we are adult, where we are judged like adults. Like teenagers are generally judged the way that they're going to be judged when they're adults. Mm-hmm. So that little short amount of time when you're an adolescent, like you got to be sure to show them so much love. So I do recommend Palmer on Apple TV. Um, Last but not least, um, Detroit. It's found on um, 
Hulu. It's been out since 2017. Asia and myself, well, well, all three of us spoke about it, but we just, I more so um, didn't know that I watched it, but I stopped at a certain point in the movie. And when I went to go watch it again, because Asia um, recommended to recommended it to me again, I was like, wow, why did I stop watching it? And I tend to, I realized by watching it over why I stopped watching it. And it it's a trigger movie. But it's one that kind of puts a lot of stuff into perspective. Again, it, it reminds me of a past um, when they see us. Um, it, it's, it's crazy. So I, I wouldn't recommend you watch it if it triggers you really fat, really, really um, a lot. So I um. didn't see when they see us. Um, yeah. But if this was something. You, would you say it's on the same level or close to? <clears throat> Let's just say when they see us, they got justice. These, oh, the, oh well, I know what happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they found justice in I was talking about like the intensity of it like because this movie triggered me but like I never watched when they see us because I just thought it was way too much as as far as the treatment yeah so so um it the intensity is the same okay and we'll leave it at that the intensity is saying he tells any more of the movie to anyone <laughs> maybe listening but this came out in 2017 but it's good like like i i i i, I I felt like this was one of the ones that I should watch. Um, should should bring to the the podcast because you know, it's um, definitely something to see. It's something to see. It's something to see. Like when um I suggested in in the group chat, you know, for you guys to watch it, and then Joe, you told me you were going to watch it, and he was like, "This came out. It came out in 2017. It was surprising me because I never heard of this movie before. I heard of Detroit Red, which was supposed to be Malcolm X story before he became Malcolm X. Mm-hmm. Um." But I didn't hear of this movie, Detroit, so it was a surprise to me. However, I do think that it is worth watching. Um, and I probably will watch it again. Because towards the end of it, I remember myself being very tired and I just wanted to get to the end. But I know what happened because I was very upset. However, I think it's worth watching because a lot of the themes... In this movie are very relatable to what we are experiencing now. Today. Um, right. So, yeah. I don't know what else you have on that, friend. No, that, I mean, that's about it. I mean, I just feel like uh, if you want to watch it, just to, just be very... Just be ready. Yeah. Because by me saying what I said, it, it, it does not prepare you... For the whole entire movie in itself, that that's just one, that's just one snippet of what I said. Like it's a lot that happened. So, um, here ends what's on the tube. Yeah. Um, stay tuned to next week because just like you know, um, just like this week's episode, we're gonna give a review on, um, the Zendaya, Maria, and and, Maria Ma- Malcolm. and Malcolm movie. So we're gonna be talking about that and a lot of other shows that have been out that yo i didn't even realize they were out quick suggestions for the people also suggested it to the people of the people's podcast earlier um watch 
Your Honor on Showtime and also City on a Hill. Mm-hmm. And maybe we will have um, some tea and some discussion about that next on week. City on a Hill. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. So, see you next week. See you next week. So, um. Um, before we get into like the other segments, me and Joe was talking earlier about just having two discussion topics. So, the two discussion topics were one, you know how we watched the Wendy Williams movie and she discussed basically like um how she, there's a difference between her being in a relationship when someone is cheating, but cheating with a baby is a different thing like it's a whole nother scale so I thought we should talk about that and then Joe also brought up the point about basically friendships and how sometimes when certain friends get into relationships friendships change and then when they're not in that relationship they come back to the friendship like it should have never changed I don't know which one we should tap in first I I friendships makes more sense um, because the other topic is kind of like Self-explanatory. No, we just we just don't really have any experience in that. No, I mean we can give our opinions on that. I mean, I feel like I don't know. All right, so if we briefly, briefly on the first topic about the whole relationship, right, mm-hmm. and and the drama of cheating in the relationship versus cheating with and having a baby. Mm-hmm. I say cheating is cheating. Um, cheating with a baby. To someone might mean that, well, you extra careless because you allow, you allowed yourself to be in a predicament to get somebody pregnant. But then I just feel like, well, maybe you've given that person too much leeway to think like, oh, I'm going to be out here cheating as long as I don't bring it back. And that person might be careless anyway. Cheating is cheating, period. Um, when you going to leave? I guess it's up to you because everybody in a relationship is different, right? Um, but... I don't see a weighted difference, in my opinion, about cheating versus cheating and having a baby. Because if that person, it's okay for you to cheat as long as you don't have a baby. Like, that leeway, that that room is already there. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't necessarily... Um, I mean, I guess it has a lot to do with... Um, I mean, obviously, it's all subjective. But um, I think that... I think that it makes more sense, you know, or it, it depends. I should say it not makes more sense. It depends on, you know, the people. Uh-huh. Honestly, I mean, there's some people that. In the dynamics will, of their relationship. Yeah, and I, I think it depends on, like, are these people married? Are these people in a relationship? Are these people, you know, just dating? Like, what is it? So, um, and, you know, everyone can, we can have our opinions today. And be put in that situation tomorrow. in a marriage or mm-hmm. tomorrow or whenever, and completely have a different outlook. So, um, yes, I do believe cheating is cheating. Um, but in terms of leaving, you know that I think that's all subjective. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, and the whole Wendy experience—it just made it. Very, I feel like cheating with a baby m- made makes or made Wendy know that there's no coming back from, from the it. relationship. And that's what I was thinking in regards to like what she experienced and how she said it. It was mm-hmm. just like, 
alright sis but he was cheating on you for 16 years like when, when did you expect the baby to come cause at that right. point right. if he's cheating on you for that long um with this person it's inevitable for something to happen but she did also speak about how this was her first the first person that really like loved her or really saw her as a as a person as a human being so it's just like that when that carelessness was going to happen she really didn't think that carelessness was going to happen because like he saw her so she was going to accept it until you incorporated another factor and I in guess the relationship. That, to Amber's point, that's where that subjectivity comes in because Wendy's experience with love may be different than somebody else's to where that this is, might be something that, you know, she is able to deal with with her lover because she'd never been loved like that the way that she quote unquote thought Kelvin Kevin loved her. Right. You know? Um And so, she says she's not gonna love again like that. Right that. And I get it. I get it. Like once you've been scoring like that the first time that you ever been like that vulnerable to somebody, it's like fuck that. Never doing that shit again. Good night. You know what I'm saying? But does that mean that the next person that um that you come encounter with is going to get a piece of you that is never to be seen again? They might. Wow. Um, they might, um, because, you know, with someone that's going into that mindset, um, in a relationship with somebody, you know, you're going to show that person to that person because that's quote unquote who you kind of trained yourself to be, right? right? Like that. I'm never going to love nobody like that. But like I was saying earlier, it's inevitable that your feelings are going to show at some point, right? Like you're, you can't say I'll never be in love again because, you might fall in love again. Uh-huh. And that's something that you can't just say that's not going to happen. You know, like you're going to naturally feel that love. You can deny it, act like it doesn't exist, but it doesn't stop you from feeling it. So, you know, when it comes to Wendy and when she says that, I totally get it because I've been I've been the same way. Like, Mm-mm. not doing that no more. Uh-uh. I'm going to be very, you know, vocal to my next partner. Tell my partner, like, listen, this is where I'm at. We could be here. Da 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 da. But mm-hmm. who's to say after I say all of those words? That inevitably, somewhere down the line, I find myself in love with this person. And I find myself wanting to, you know, falling in love in the same place that I used to be in. We can't all say that, you know, that that's something that's going to just stick. Because so it could change. Is moving. Um, oh, what the people have said? First, somebody said, wait, um, that man never loved her. He was always using her. Mm. Uh, he cared for her as a friend. She could never love like that again because love with a new person is not the same. Wendy ain't care because she was high or either she was high so she wouldn't <laughs> care. Oh, that's a good point. Wow. Um, you're going to love a different person differently than what you did the last person. Fuck that man respectfully. Well, just as a people. Right. You know, I mean, regardless of um, Kevin's uh, perspective, not even perspective. Regardless of the, his, why he was his with his intentions on um, being with Whitney. I mean, wh- God, dog it, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy Williams. Today I don't remember anybody's <laughs> name, Wendy. Um, regardless of um, his intentions with when Wendy, it's just, I, he he made her feel real, mm-hmm. and it's just like. 
It's feel a, seen. Feel seen. And you know, it's so freaking crazy how somebody would have will make you feel that their intentions are so real to make another th- make something come out of you mm-hmm. and then all in all make you see that their intentions was not even good in the beginning like it's so fucking crazy how but it happens so much and it's fucked up it really right. is it happens so much so i totally get why wendy feels how she feels and says what she said in this in this instance because right. of, of, as far as like never loving again right. because you could look at somebody and say like yo this is the first person to ever show me x y and z right but they're actually the the first person to show you x y and z you know what i'm saying like it's the first person to show you love affection attention protection but they're also the first person to show you like true betrayal and and you know denial and just you know all of those negative things and it's hard when you have to see what you once love become something what you hate right oh that harms you in the most way so like i get why she's in a place to where it's like i don't ever like i touched the stove that stove was hot i'm not touching that shit no more right you know it's crazy because um i look at that situation in two um two perspectives because the one where you saw the movie and he the the damsel in distress prince charming came and picked her up and said hey you're going to be okay that last year when she passed out two years ago when she passed out um during halloween said you're gonna do this and you, you're gonna get up there and she sat up there and she brushed herself off and said yes i can do this and then hearing her after the fact saying yeah I when I got up, I said this man got something coming for him, and I'm like, well, Dag, like, which one were you in that moment? Mm-hmm. Were you the damsel in distress, or were you the one that said, hey, he got some shit coming for him? Like, I, I mean, you can be both people, but tell me which one that you were you were in the moment, mm-hmm. because yes, you were that strong woman that said. I'm not even going to say woman. I'm going to say you were that strong person because you can, men and women go through that same situation. She's still a woman. She's still a woman. She's still a woman. You was that strong. Okay. In that perspective, that that person, you was that strong, that strong woman in that moment. But it's okay to say, yo, I relied on his strength. Yeah. I think she was so vulnerable. Like, because all of that was going on with him. And it was coming out, but at the end of the day, was that was still her husband. So yeah, right. she said, "Oh, how he came down from his office and came and scooped her." Right. Up. It's like it's not that necessarily that she, that was the person she wanted to get her out of there, but he was there. He did that. That's right. what she was used to. And it's like, yeah, you scooping me up like a damsel in distress, but nigga, get the fuck out of here. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like, what do you do when you're in that weak? space like how do you even make the decision it's just like you're stuck this is your reality which is why she was probably so sick because she was trying to juggle both saving face for television and her career and saving face for her son or whoever else in her personal life that was watching and dealing with what she was actually dealing with and honestly it happens to a lot of us but to happen to a shit talking bitch (laughs) like wendy it's a little bit different. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> okay. Shout out to her. 
for that. I mean, I'm here for the tea. Right. I always have been. Right. And I just think that that's, you know, that story was just a topic I thought was a good idea to talk about because I think we all have our definition of how that might work out for us, you know, right. or for people like us. But when we talk about somebody that's a shit-talking, windy-ass Williams, you be like, well, what'd that look like for you? Right. You know, and, and why did that look like that? But, um... I mean, we're going into the, the 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 last fifteen minutes of the show, and we can talk about this next topic for a couple minutes, I guess. I mean, let's do it. Um, the friendship topic. So Joe and I were talking earlier um, about friendships and how friendships sometimes change when our friends get involved in romantic relationships. Um, and that dynamic and how it happens. Um, I, for one, can speak from example, and this is not me, like, you know, placing blame, pointing fingers, doing anything like that. I'm just telling you all my experience, right? I've had friends that have gotten into relationships that when they get into these relationships, I am not needed. I... I'm not in like it's not it's not a thing you know like Asia I hang around Asia every day I talk to Asia every day we do things every day I need her every day until I'm in this relationship don't need Asia at all don't talk to Asia at all don't hang out with Asia at all guess what Asia's not even mad it's fine but then when the relationship is over it's like Asia 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 What's up? Where you at? What you doing? Who this? Who that? Why you hanging with this person? Why you hanging with that person? And blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it's just still not mad. But you mad now. And now you expect the same from me that you received before. But I wasn't the one that changed the dynamic. I have always been cool. And I told this um, to Joe earlier. And Amber knows this about me too. I could be friends with somebody and not talk to them. Every single day. We cool. Nothing changed for me. I understand you got into your situation, your relationship. You know, you got into this space where you happy with this person. Um, You know, you might find another group of friends through that person. Cool. My friendship with you never changed, beloved. You could call me. But if you only call me when shit ain't right with this other person. And you expect me to be there for you the same way I was before you met that person. We have a misunderstanding. Right. You know, it, it, that, that question uh, um, arose with the whole, like, go, what Wendy may be going through. Mm-hmm. Who can she rely, rely on, on in that moment in time? Mm-hmm. Like, and if she was so gung-ho about Kevin, like, did she lose friends along the lines? And I mean, by and watching she, the movie, she did lost, lose she a lot of friends. She said that she let go of a lot of friends mm-hmm. as she started to rise up in her career because she understood that they didn't want to be there for her as a friend. They just liked her rise to stardom. Right. But that, to me, made me think, like, well, was it really that, Wendy? Or was it that you got to this place and your friends were a last resort? Right. And especially with the man that you were dealing with who kept you away from most people, not even just your friends, but like even work wise, like he made sure that he was the people, he was the person that the people talked to. Right, but you know what it is? It's it, it just seems like we all have to be mindful of um, cultivating both 
um, romantic and um, I want to say platonic for friendships, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, because it's just like they were there before you were in that romantic space and they can be there throughout it. And it's just like, yeah, it's great, but we got to make sure that um, we nurture both hands. Yeah. Because, I think that's important. Because, like, the thing is, for the moments where Wendy may be here going through what she's going through, her girls could be like, yo. Or guys could be coming up like, yo, you good, sis? Yeah, I know you down in the wine cellar, but you want me to come down there with you? Mm-hmm. You don't got to talk about nothing, but as long as you want me to keep you company, whenever you're ready to talk, let's talk. But it, it, it makes it hard when things happen and you kind of fizzle out our friendship and then you come back like yo i need your help yeah because it's like me you sure (laughs) hey hey right you know i don't know how you feel about that amber um i'm actually pretty impartial to this topic um you know I don't think there should be no type of feelings felt in these situations. Um, you know, I don't. I also don't think. I also think this conversation, like the question, is, the premise of the conversation, is being had in a understanding that this person is in like a situation after situation after situation after situation with all these different people. Um, and it's kind of like seeming like now it's like a cycle. So it's like, you know, how do you feel as the friend who always is is left and then come back and you leave it? You know what I mean? Um, I've never experienced this before, um, but I know it happens. And, you know, like I'm a type of person. I let people do not let. But, you know, I don't worry. I don't meddle in my friend's personal affairs. Yeah, I feel you. I don't I don't care, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna hate or be upset or whatever. Right. Know? If you spending more time with the person you're dealing with Then do that. Do that but like you can't be mad at me when you come back to me and I'm like I'm doing something different. You know, that's sure, my and whole if that's thing. your prerogative to change up after your friend leaves that relationship and they need you again and your your decision is like, you know, you left me so no, you don't get to have me anymore. Like I don't think surprising. it's necessarily like that, like being like salty like that. But I think it's like you know I I'm okay with you doing your thing. It's just that in the meantime, while you was doing your thing, this is how my life changed. Right. And so now, like I can't necessarily be that person for you that I was before because sure, we went on, separate yeah, ways. Absolutely. You know, and I think. Sometimes that does happen right. to where people expect you to be the same person right. when you know you went your separate ways, which is why I was I was talking earlier um, to Joe. It's like you know I think there needs to be a maturity of people as as you grow up as friends, right? Like mm-hmm. because you could grow up together for years and years and years, but as you're growing, you might grow apart in certain ways, but it doesn't mean that the dynamic of your friendship has to change. Um, however, it does, but it, but if you guys have an understanding, you know, with each other, it's like, I have friends that I've grown up with that I'm not necessarily close to anymore, but we both have an understanding that we've grown in different directions. Can you still call me and talk to me about A, B, C, and D? Sure. 
But will I, I might have something to do with somebody else, with my friends that I'm with all the time this night, and I might not be able to show up for you. That might happen as well. Does it mean that I love or respect you any less? No, it just means that my priorities are different. Right. And that's it. Yeah, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, but, I, you know, some people I don't think are, are that, you know, mature in their friendships. And so I, I see it. Um, and a lot of friendships, sad to say, in my 31 years of life, that people don't have that maturity in their friendships. And it causes a lot of riffraff and a lot of saltiness. And it's unnecessary. Yo, I, I, I absolutely agree. I do. Because on both parts, it's just more so, like, you have to, you got to make sure that you, like, again, nurturing both parties. So... They both can get the equal amount or an amount of time that you guys see fit with each other. Because, like, people go through different stages in their life, no matter if they're romantically or just like a a real good friendship or cool friendship with someone. People go through things in their life, and it's just like you want to be able to be there throughout every milestone of someone's life. So, you know, the. It's like a childish, but it's a perfect example of what it reminds me of in my head. And this goes back to, like, kind of like my early 20s. This is no shade to anyone. But when I was, like, in my 20s and I had certain friends that were starting to have children or whatever. And, you know, I don't have any children in my early 20s. You know, I didn't have children. I used to go out and do things with my other friends. And they'd be like, you don't invite me to come out with y'all and da 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 And it's just like, you know, well, friend... I, you know, it wasn't on purpose, mm-hmm. you know. I know you have a new responsibility now, and you can't get up and go like I get up and go. So, it's not me treating you any different. It's me understanding your circumstance, you know. And if you want to hang out sometime, just let me know, and I'll plan sometime because I know you're going to need some time to have a babysitter. But it's just like when certain circumstances change for certain people, they expect you to adapt to their cir- circumstance and you're supposed to just go along. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, but you know, your circumstance change and our circumstance change. And so that's why things are different now, but they don't have to be. You know, if you want something from me or you require something from me, communicate it to me. Right. It don't have to be a confrontation. It only needs communication. Right. I mean, you know, that was a little something to talk about. A little something to talk about. Thank Mm -hmm. y'all for everybody who's tuned in thus far for episode 82 of the People's Podcast. Yes. We're ever so grateful. We're going to get into the final segment of this episode, which is called Final Thoughts. Final Thoughts is just our little tidbits to leave y'all with for y'all to rest on for the rest of the week. Till we get back here next Thursday in the studio to give y'all a little bit more tea. And other things. Um, so, y'all got a final thought? Yeah, I got one. Um, so, my final thought on this episode is everyone can't go, so choose wisely. All right, now. That's good. That's good. Amber, you got a final thought? Um, Target has a sale today. Probably it's going to be on until tomorrow. I bought a yes. pair of boots for eleven ninety nine that were originally $48.99. And I bought another pair of boots for thirteen eighty that were originally $44.99. Yes. So, 
if you like things and you like Target, you have until tomorrow to go and grab you some stuff that's on sale. There, everything is basically on clearance. Mm-hmm. All right, now. Um, I don't really have a final thought, but one thing I always carry with me is one um, one of the two commandments <laughs> in grammar school, uh, and that's love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Um, this has been episode eighty two of the People's Podcast. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We love y'all, and we will see you next week. Bye. See you next week.